0: hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients and welcome back to Business Your Way, this is episode 92. Today on the podcast we are talking about the power of focused service offerings, because there's this common misconception that I see over and over again, and that is this thought that offering a wide range of services will make your business more appealing to your potential clients when in fact, it is the opposite that is true. Now, I definitely fell into this trap very early on in my business when I thought that if I diversified my service offerings, I diversified my client base, that I would be future-proofing my business. Because if one service wasn't selling well, then another service would. Or if something happened beyond my control that impacted, you know, one particular service offering, then I still had these other services in my business that would keep us going. So one might fall off, but I still had streams of revenue elsewhere. And if that's a thought that I have, I know that this is a thought that you might have as well. And I know this because I see it over and over again with other businesses. But you might not be like me in thinking that a diverse range of services will help future-proof my business. You might be thinking that having a diverse portfolio of services will increase your chances of attracting a broader range of clients. So when someone says to you, can you help me with this? You can go yes. And you can meet everyone's needs because everyone's needs are different. And this thinking might also result in the thought that attracting a broader range of clients will result in more money in your business, more profit for the bottom line, more business growth, and all of the dreams that you had for your business will come true because you're attracting a broad range of clients. And this is the myth that I want to challenge today, or this is the thought that I want to give you a different perspective on. So today I want to challenge this idea of a diverse range of service offerings will attract a broad range of services and it will grow your business and make more money. I want to say that is rubbish and it's the opposite. That is true. Because when we specialize, the benefits that that can bring to your business far outweigh trying to be everything to anybody. So in this episode, I'm going to shed some light on the power of specialization and the benefits that it can bring to your business, because this is something that I wanted someone to tell me, well, I wish someone had told me in my very early days on my business journey. And what I've learned over the years is that when you offer a wide range of services, you often spread yourself thin, you spread your team thin, and you dilute your expertise. It becomes challenging to really excel in a particular area because you're not known for that one thing. And then this could lead to clients perceiving you as a generalist instead of a specialist. So, I want you to think about it when you go out looking for people to help you in your business. So, when you go looking for someone who can help you with your social media, what is my social media strategy? You don't go looking for a marketing generalist. You don't usually go looking for a marketer whose one of their offerings is social media. You're going into the marketplace and you are looking for a company who can help you with your social media strategy. So you're looking for something that's quite specialised and that's the person that you are likely to engage. So reverse that back now to think about your business. When someone wants to engage the services that you offer, will they think of you as a specialist or a generalist? I know from experience that specialisation holds a tremendous amount of potential for your business. It allows you to establish yourself as an expert and differentiate yourself from your competition, which is what we're all trying to do eventually is become known for the thing and be known that that is what you are really good at. And your competition, who might be offering a range of things, may be okay at it. That's the perception that we want to create in your potential customer's mind. And that creates that differentiation of why they should come to you. When you really hone in and specialize in a particular area and, you know, really narrow down your service offerings, you can attract high-value clients Your operations can become really streamlined and you can command higher prices for your services. So by honing your skills in a specific service, you position yourself as that trusted authority and you gain a competitive advantage. Now this is where things get really, really powerful. Especially in this day and age where there is an enormous amount of information available at the click of a mouse. People can find what they need to know at the click of a mouse. How do I create my social media strategy? Put that into JackCBT. It'll probably tell you exactly what you need to do. It'll probably create your social media strategy for you. But how do you know that it's fit for purpose for your business? It's AI, they can't know everything. It can be super helpful, but it can't know everything. So this is where the specialized service provider really comes into their own. There are other ways that you can diversify your business, just don't diversify your service offerings. So if you've been juggling a wide range of services in hopes of appealing to more clients, I'd like to plant the idea of you reconsidering your approach. So in this episode, I'm going to uncover the power of focused service offerings and help you unlock the potential for growth, for profitability, and for really differentiating your agency and your services in the marketplace. Make you the go-to person for the thing that you are really good at, the service that you provide. And today I've got three areas that I'm really going to hone in on to really prove my point, I suppose, is what I'm trying to do, but get you to really take on board this idea of narrowing in your service offerings in order to grow your business. So if you're ready, let's dive in and take a look at these three areas which will really make a case for why specialisation trumps over diversification when it comes to your service offering. Alrighty, benefit number one to specialising your service offerings is all about efficiency and effectiveness when you focus your service offerings. Because by now you know that I'm all about the systems and the processes and when you narrow your service offerings, you can streamline your operations so they become more efficient and effective in how your team deliver. We're we're talking about getting consistent, repeatable results because we've narrowed the service offering and you can streamline your operations and how you get that delivered. You can create workflows and systems tailored specifically to your service offering. And when you do this, it eliminates the unnecessary steps and the bottlenecks in your business. I mean, this is true with all systems and processes. But when you really hone in your services, you'll find that your projects will progress smoothly and you'll get faster and faster at the workflows because they'll become familiar you'll find that you can complete projects more efficiently and you'll have time to focus on delivering a higher quality outcome for your clients in a more timely manner because you've really got specialised at what you do. Those systems and workflows they really hone in your ability to create consistent, repeatable results. And you'll do it in a faster time frame, which gives you the competitive advantage from your competitors in the marketplace. Not that I'm ever too worried about other competitors, but it's about knowing how you stand out, right? You'll also find that it will be better for your whole team So instead of the team having to be a jack-of-all-trades, they can specialize in their respective areas of expertise, becoming more proficient and more productive at doing their job as a result of you really narrowing your service offerings. So when your team hone their skills, it really fosters this culture in your business, this culture of excellence and of deep knowledge within your business, which will contribute to your long-term reputation. Because when you create a reputation for being a business that specializes and has a depth of knowledge about your area of specialization, that will outweigh any AI, any day of the week, now and in the future. And so when I was researching this episode, I thought, "Mm, let me find some statistics that back up, that provide some hard data to support what I'm challenging you about today. So according to a study at McKinsey and Company, companies that focus on specialized services are 50% more likely to have a higher profit margin compared to those offering a broader range of services. I mean, this speaks for itself, right? When you narrow your services and you become the specialist service provider, your business will become more profitable because what you offer is way more valuable to your client. And that's what we're all striving for, right? for our businesses to create more money, to create more profit, so we can live a fuller life. So by focusing on a specific area, agencies, service providers, they can develop specialised processes, tools and expertise that allow them to work more efficiently. And then this efficiency translates into shorter project timelines, improved resource allocation and ultimately higher quality deliverables for your clients. Are you with me? Are you now starting to see how the benefits of specialization far outweigh diversification? All right, let's move on to benefit number two, which is value-based pricing and and premium positioning last week on the podcast we looked at the various pricing models so if you haven't yet listened to episode 91 I highly recommend going back and having a listen to that I presented you with the various pricing models that you can use within your business one of them was the value-based pricing so when you specialize in a specific service You can differentiate yourself and position your business as a premium service. So just like I talked about, you know, in the benefit number one, when you hone your skills in a specific area, the depth of knowledge you can have is beyond all else. And that's what creates the value. And that's what allows you to position your business as that premium service provider. And when you're positioned as a premium service provider, you can adopt a value-based pricing model. This is a more strategic approach, I would say, where you determine the price of your service based on its perceived value in what it delivers for your clients. So rather than relying solely on your time and effort, Because for your business to be geared towards scalable growth, you have to move past basing your services on an hourly rate for the number of hours that have been engaged. That was fine when you were starting out, but we need to move on and we need to move you towards scalable growth in your service-based business. And the value-based pricing is all about pricing your services based on the impact and the outcome that your specialized service can generate for your clients. Now, depending on how well you do what you do and the depth of knowledge that you have in your business, your value-based pricing could be three times an hourly rate that people think uh, is payable for your service. So you move beyond the hourly rate and you move into a value-based pricing. This is where the profitability in your business will increase. And we want to increase profitability, not just revenue. And when you can increase profitability without increasing revenue or the amount of, or well, sorry, not necessarily revenue, without increasing the amount of work that you're doing, Increasing your revenue and increasing your profitability, then you are looking at really having a business that can allow you to live your life to the fullest. Now, in my attempts to research in order to support specialization over diversification, I came across a survey that was conducted by Deloitte that supports the effectiveness of value based pricing for specialized agencies. The survey found that companies offering specialized services and utilizing value-based pricing models have far higher profit margins compared to those using traditional pricing methods, such as an hourly rate or a project rate. And the data from the Deloitte survey really highlights the potential for increased profitability that comes with adopting a value-based pricing strategy. So by specialising and adopting a value-based pricing, you can elevate your services to a premium level, attracting clients who appreciate and are willing to pay for the unique value and the expertise that you offer when you narrow your service offerings and really hone your skills to a really deep level. You'll also find that value-based pricing allows you to have more transparency and mutually beneficial discussions with potential clients about the outcomes and the return on investment that they can expect when working with you. I know firsthand that this approach fosters stronger partnerships with your clients and really enhances their client satisfaction. So I'm not just pulling out surveys and giving you theory in this episode, I'm actually talking to you with first-hand experience of positioning yourself as a specialist service provider that provides value-based pricing based on what my client is going to achieve what we help them to do and we have far stronger partnerships with our clients because of it so when agency owners like you and I specialize and deliver exceptional value to our clients we can command higher prices for our services value-based pricing allows us to align our prices with the unique benefits and outcomes we provide positioning ourselves as that premium service provider. And I believe this is what we all should be aiming for. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favour. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast. And I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. But your biggest objection is likely to be around balancing specialisation with flexibility. And this is the biggest reason why service providers don't take the leap and specialise. And that's because they think it will be too limiting it will be too limiting for their business. They fear that focusing on a specific area may hinder their ability to pivot or expand their services. When it's the opposite, that's true. Because specialization isn't about constraining your opportunities. Rather, it provides a solid foundation to build upon while still allowing you that room for flexibility and adaptation. And that is quite a different thing than offering a bespoke service to every client that walks in your door. Saying yes to every client because you can, not that that's what you should be doing, because you think it's too limiting. Like specialization doesn't give you the flexibility. When you specialize, you actually have flexibility to adapt and change to the client's needs within your area of specialty. So you can like, look after the nuances of your different clients within your one service offering. Maybe it's not one, maybe that's too narrow, but within your area of specialty, you may have two or three service offerings. But all of your service offerings are within your area of speciality. I mean, the world around us is ever-evolving, right? And there are always new innovations for us to take advantage of. So when I think back to when my agency first started organising conferences, it was a PDF document that we got people to fill out for their registration and then either fax back to us or pop in the mail and send it back to us. We then evolved allowing them to email it back to us. Even so, how manual is that? But now we have these amazing cloud-based registration options and there's not just one or two of them. The options to us are endless and they're becoming more and more sophisticated as you know time goes on. This is one of the services that has become more profitable over the years and we've been able to automate a lot of the work that we use in providing this service. So once upon a time this service for us used to be very manual and now we are automating the majority of it. So we are making more profit on this service than we were back then because the perceived value of this service far outweighs the number of hours that it now takes us to deliver the service. And as a result of this service of ours that's evolved over the time, and we've been doing it for a long time now, Our understanding of human behavior has grown over the years and we can now design an engaging online registration form with lots of conditional logic and automation so the delegate feels like it's a personalized experience to them. So we've just got better and better and better at this one particular service because over time we've really looked beyond its core function, which is to get a bum on seat at an event, right? And for the income of the event to be increased as a result of more bums on seats at the event. We've actually thought about this service really deeply in that the experience for your event doesn't start on day one of your event. The experience for the event starts with your first engagement with the event. And your first engagement with the event that you actively participate in is likely to be your registration. So now when we talk to our clients about this service offering that we have, we can really go deep with them as to the reasons why we want to design their registration experience in a certain way. And these are often things that the client has never thought about. All they've thought about is I want ticket sales. The ticket sales create my revenue. My revenue creates the event that I want to deliver. And I'm like, let's take a step back and let's think about the experience that we're curating for your event. It does not start on day one. It starts way before then. And the value that we bring to our clients because of our depth of knowledge in this area is way beyond anything that they have ever thought of before And then we're really proving our value. We're going above and beyond what they thought was possible. And yet for us, it is business as usual. And this really brings me back to, you know, that original point that I had in that specialization allows service providers and agency owners like you and I to build deep expertise and establish ourselves as the trusted leaders in our chosen field. And when we bring this together with that flexible mindset, it enables our business to adapt and expand our services within our area of expertise. And we can cater to that evolving client need while maintaining our specialisation. So specialisation actually provides you all the flexibility in the world. It doesn't limit you whatsoever. You just have to, you know, stick to your knitting if you've ever heard that saying. So there are a few strategies that you can implement to to balance this specialisation with your flexibility. And the first of these things is continuous market analysis. So by staying tuned into your market trends and your customer feedback you'll find that you can identify these emerging needs and these potential areas that you can expand within your area of expertise. And then this allows you to proactively adjust your service offerings, bring your clients into the fold of what you are doing and how you're evolving your services while remaining aligned to your core service offering. So it's important that we stay true to our core service offerings. As you're working with clients, these things are showing themselves on the daily and you are seeing how things can be improved and how you can go deeper and how you could do that differently. I mean, I know for my business, I don't actually have to do a lot of market analysis because working with clients every day, we can see it. It's right there in front of us. So another strategy you could take is by looking at your strategic partnerships. So maybe collaborating with other complementary professionals within the same niche or who are working with the same clients and there is opportunity to expand your services and collaborate together without diluting the expertise of either of you. So partnering with other specialists in related areas will allow you to offer a comprehensive solution to your clients without having to diversify your business and compromise your specialised positioning. So think about other strategic partnerships that you could align yourself with. Maybe you have the same ideal customer, they're at different phases of their business growth or they're at different phases in in what they're doing and then aligning yourself so you're making referrals to one another and your services are complementing one another so your clients can transition smoothly from your service to somebody else's service and vice versa. So if someone presents themselves to your service but they actually need something else before they need your service, you can refer them on with confidence that that client, that partner that you've chosen only specializes in that one thing. So when they are done, they're going to refer that client back to you. So you can then pick up and help that client in the next phase of what they need. So find some strategic partnerships. Another strategy you can implement to balance out the specialization with your flexibility is to adopt an agile project management way of working. So adopting agile methodologies enables you to respond quickly to that changing client need. So by embracing this iterative process, which is what the agile project management methodology is all about... You can pivot and adapt your service and then deliver relatively quickly for your client. And it means that you remain relevant for your client. You're meeting your client's needs as they are evolving, still within your specialized area, but rather than, you know, outlining your full project plan at the beginning of the project and rigidly stepping your way through it you adopt an agile methodology, which means that along your project timeline, you're willing to adapt and evolve as you are working with the project. So you're using this iterative process so you can adapt as the client's needs evolve. And the other strategy to balance specialization with flexibility is ongoing learning and development. Continuous professional development will help you stay at the forefront of all your industry advancements because you are specialising so you only want to know what's happening in the area you are specialising in. You don't have to spend hours and hours and hours trying to keep across that whole market of generalist services. You can invest in skills and knowledge into your business and enhance what you already have. Your business can remain adaptable and flexible and ready to embrace those new opportunities within your area of specialisation because you're only looking down a very narrow corridor, right, in what you are doing. What is industry breaking? What is leading edge? How do I think about that in terms of my business? How can I be an early adopter? How can I bring that in to add value to what we're already doing for our clients? So, you know, adopt a ongoing learning and development strategy so you can balance that specialisation with that flexibility and be evolving always. So specialisation should never be viewed as this limiting factor when it comes to the growth strategies for your business. Instead, it provides a solid foundation from which you can then build your expertise and differentiate yourself in the marketplace. By striking a balance between the specialization and flexibility, you can adapt to your client's needs. They are always evolving and changing. And what I find is every client has their idiosyncrasies. And so we don't want to have a service which is so narrow and specialised that we can't adapt to our clients' idiosyncrasies. We want to be able to embrace all of those so they feel as though they're getting a really bespoke service, but they're not. Our systems processes are really refined and really efficient which gives us the space for these idiosyncrasies that the client will bring. And we're able to use our specialty in order to achieve their ultimate outcome. And I'm a big fan, like I am the biggest fan for embracing a mindset of continuous learning, market awareness, and the agile project management. Like I think all of those strategies combined will allow you to navigate this fine line between specialization and adaptability and unlocking the new growth opportunities that exist for your business when you preserve your core expertise. I can't tell you how much that I just, I want to come into your business and I want to really hone in and say specialization is where it's at. When you specialize your business will explode. And specialization is anything but limiting. We have covered so much in this episode. I hope I haven't, you know, overloaded you with all the information. But I hope that you've gained valuable insights into the impact of focused service offerings and that specialization is a strategic choice that can transform your business and the position of you and your business as the trusted expert in your field. By narrowing your focus and honing your expertise, you can unlock a world of possibilities for attracting your ideal client, increasing your profitability, and achieving long-term scalable growth. Because I believe that is what all service providers deserve. We all deserve to get our business to the point of scalable growth and setting our businesses up for scalable growth so we are not heading to burnout or overwhelm or exhaustion or nothing else exists in our life except for our business like those are places we don't want to go so I encourage you to reflect on the power of specialization take a moment to assess your current business model And consider the benefits of focusing your service offerings. Embrace the opportunity to become the leader in your chosen field and leverage your expertise to deliver an exceptional value to your clients. And remember that specialization doesn't mean limiting yourself or your business growth. It simply means positioning yourself as the go-to expert in your area of expertise and specialisation. By focusing on what you do best, you can cultivate a deep knowledge within your business. You can build a strong reputation and create a competitive advantage that sets you apart from everyone in the crowd. And here's the best part. Specialisation actually opens doors to endless growth opportunities. As you establish yourself as the expert in your field, You'll attract clients who value your unique skills and are willing to invest in your unique services. They want your specialized expertise inside of their business, and they are willing to pay the money for that. This targeted approach will not only lead to increased client satisfaction, but it will drive your business success. And I am not just blowing hot air into the microphone right now. This is something I truly believe and this is exactly what I want to help you with in your business. So if you are struggling to attract more clients, if you're struggling to put more revenue into your business or you are overworked, you can't meet your current workload, but you're not making ends meet, that is another symptom that we need to sit down and look at focusing your service offerings. We need to look at positioning you as the expert in your field. And this might seem counterintuitive, but you have to narrow down to blow up. So embrace your expertise, position yourself as the expert, And if this is an area of your business that you know needs attention, but you're like, whoa, where do I start? That is a lot. That is big. I just can't even imagine what I should strip out, what I could strip out. I'm good at lots of things. And that may be the case. You may be good at lots of things because you've learned how to be the generalist. But we need to strip that back and really uncover what brings you joy and what are you really good at, and then strip everything back to that? So, if you want to talk to me about how we can um, narrow down your service offerings, position you as the expert in your field, and make you the go to person in order to achieve that scalable growth in your business, then there's a link in the show notes. I encourage you to come book a scale strategy session with me. The link is sandrajulian.co forward slash scale. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.